one Monday morning already do um, I always do manifesting Mondays and Thursdays every week at 930 a.m. I hope everyone had a wonderful wonderful weekend um, hello to anybody that's just joining we're gonna be talking about today how our thoughts create or why they create so it's gonna be fun to um, discuss that Gary is in the house <laughs> What's up, everyone? Graham Rising. I see California Girl in here. Emily, hi. So we're going to talk about how our imagination creates and kind of the why also that that is. Because if we don't, good evening. I don't know where you are. It's good morning or Graham Rising here, but good evening wherever that you are. Maybe in Australia or somewhere over there. Somewhere over there. Um, so talking about our thoughts create. Hi. Hi. I love everybody it just comes in and is like, hey, 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 hey. Um, talk about how our thoughts create our reality and how our film of life becomes our film that we actually watch in the three-dimensional reality. So um, what, you, what you film, so when you put something on film, let's just say, it's put in the film, right? You have the strip of film. And then afterwards, you can watch that film. And whatever it is that you filmed on that camera, you can then watch in your reality, right? So you can watch it on your TV or, or whatever. You can project that film that you just made. You were the director. You were the actor. You were the star of the show. All the, all the pieces and moving parts or people in your film are now on TV, right? That's how we make films. So how does that relate to life? our film of life, which is in our mind and in our consciousness, whatever we are constantly thinking and dwelling in every single day, that is us filming, right? We're impressioning the conscious or the subconscious mind. We're impressioning our film in our mind. So where does all those thoughts go? Do they just fly away? Do they just go away? Do they, where do they go? Where do our thoughts go? The one of the most famous sayings of Neville Goddard is our thoughts create. So if our thoughts create, if our film of consciousness is creating, what do you, what happens when you, you film something, you watch it. So when you film something in your mind, it comes out into your three dimensional reality. So if it comes out into your three dimensional reality, you could almost, you can reverse back into where your mind was at the time and then all of a sudden you see it and you see something in your reality you that is what manifesting is manifesting is filming something in your mind you're ingraining it on that film and then you're watching the film play out in your three-dimensional reality okay and i'm not sure i know there's a lot of people that get this here super sorry to start at manifesting monday is such a great way to start the week in addition to my morning routine on mondays i'm so glad because it, it helps me get my shit together too um, so we're talking about the film of life that becomes our reality, that becomes our movie that we watch on the big screen. The big screen is our three-dimensional reality. So your imagination is able to do all that you ask in proportion to the degree of your attention. Your imagination is able to do all that you ask in proportion, in direct proportion to the degree of your attention. So whatever your attention is on, that is what is going to manifest into your three-dimensional world. If you're dwelling in a certain thought all the time, I know a lot of people with anxiety, especially 
if you're dwelling on a thought all the time, you're impressioning that film, that movie maker of your consciousness, and then eventually something plays out into your three-dimensional reality. You're like, see, I knew that it was, I knew this was going to happen. That's not your intuition. That is your limiting belief system. That is your programmed consciousness. If when you were a kid, bad things always happened all the time, that's your, that's what's going to be programmed into your computer. So the only program that can run is, oh my God, something bad is going to happen. Nothing good ever happens for me. So if that film of your life and consciousness is constantly rolling in your mind, when you press play for your three-dimensional reality, that's exactly what is going to play out there. So your imagination is able to do all that you ask in proportion to the degree of your attention. What is your attention focused on all the time? Whatever your attention is focused on all the time is what is going to play in your reality and in your film of life. Attention may be either attracted from without or directed from within. Attention is attracted from without when you are consciously occupied with the external impressions of the immediate present. So this means when you're experiencing your three-dimensional reality and you're putting your attention on that and then you're reacting to that and that is what that is what is creating the state that you live in based on your outside reality. So say you're, oh, my friend didn't include me on this plan. I feel this, right? Somewhere, if you rewind your tape and your film of consciousness, you're going to think about how I'm never chosen. I'm always left out. I don't really have any real friends. Whatever it is that's running on your film of consciousness eventually is going to play out. But you're seeing your friend didn't choose you, so then that in turn is grand rising. We're going live later, John. 9 o'clock. 9 p.m. We're going live later. <laughs> I always get distracted. So when you're playing your, your tape of life, and that is what happened in your 3D reality, then you bring that, you internalize that. I am not chosen. See, I knew that I wasn't chosen. That just showed up in my reality, so I see, I knew that I wasn't chosen. But in reality, at some point, if you rewind the tape of your life, you will go back into your mind and your consciousness and recall the times, whether it's daily or whenever it is that you say, I'm not chosen. Or if that just lives you, because maybe as a child, your parents didn't choose you. Maybe you didn't get the attention that you wanted. So if that is the case, that we have these limiting belief systems because of what happened as a child, we have the option to change that. Your attention is directed from within when you deliberately choose will you be, what you will be preoccupied with mentally. Your attention is directed from within when you deliberately choose. So when we're constant or when we're deliberately choosing what we're going to think of, then we start to have more control of our mind and our consciousness. And therefore, our three-dimensional reality will start to make shifts. I always get distracted. I just found that my husband of 16 years is having a two-year internet affair. They were just about to meet. Please send me love. I am so broken. Kelly, I am so sorry to hear that. That is a perfect example. I'm not sure where your state or state of being has been or was your whole life to have things like this unfold. But we have to go back inside. We have to go back and in, in, internally think about where our state of being is. 
It is obvious that in the objective world, your attention is not only attracted by, but is constantly directed to external impressions. But your control in the subjective state is almost non-existent for when you're in this state, attention is usually the servant and not the master. So when you're constantly looking at the outside as the result of, I'm sorry, when you're constantly having the result of the inside because of the outside, you're living in the opposite of what consciousness was really meant to be. So let's make that a little bit clearer. So if you're always reacting to your outside world, your mind is going to be a servant to that. Instead of you consciously creating what you want, you're doing the opposite. You're unconsciously creating these scenarios because you react to what's happening on your outside because then that causes what you feel on the inside. Instead of looking at your 3D reality and knowing, I created this, so how can I recreate something else that I want? Once we understand our thoughts create all the time, then we'll be able to shift what our exterior reality looks like. Our thoughts created that. If we're constantly putting or uh, impressioning our film of reality, if I press the play button, I can guarantee you what your your external world looks like as a result of what your internal looks like. How do you change that? What tips do you have if you've been doing this your entire life? I haven't been doing this my entire life. I've been interested in manifestation for a really long time, but it wasn't until the last probably year that I've dedicated my life to really um, studying and obsessing in an unhealthy way. This whole concept. How do you change that? So I've gone over, um, I, I go over this all the time, but... Literally, there are YouTube videos that are reprogramming the subconscious mind. So while you are sleeping, you can play this while you're asleep. And you can just look up reprogramming the subconscious mind. Um, Say if it's love that you're after. Love uh, manifestation or affirmation. uh, Meditations, geez. Or attracting money or abundance or a job or whatever it is. There's tons of videos. That's one way. Another way is scripting, writing down exactly what you want. Because most of us, when you ask somebody, like, what do, you, what do you want? I think a lot of us don't really know exactly what we want. But when you get really intentional with yourself and when you get really clear with what it is you want, you can start writing those things down, like using scripting. Even though it is not currently in your reality, our thoughts create. So if we're constantly using affirmations... Um, I have the most amazing job and I am so happy that I am the most hired painter in all of the city. Whatever it is, get very, very specific. It's not like I am a millionaire and I have a million dollars. It's like, well, you can get that money in a lot of different ways. God forbid you got into an accident and you sued a company and now you're a millionaire. Or you were injured by something and now you get to sue them. Now you're a millionaire. You are not specific in your idea of what being a millionaire, just as an example, means to you. So how are you going to make this money? How are you going to be abundant? I'm living in the most beautiful house. How did you get the house? Very, very specific. Scripting is another way. There's a 369 method. Um, You write down your affirmations three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, and nine times at night. 
There is Psyche, which I just did. I did two Psyche sessions so far that were really, really amazing. Um, used through muscle testing. Our words are spells. So use muscle testing to see where your resistance is. And then you create a new neuropathway um, to the thought or belief. Can't. Wait, Allison, I don't even remember what I just said. I'm reading what you said. And I'm like, wait, what did I say? Um, it is obvious that in the objective world, your attention is not only attracted by, but is constantly directed to external impressions, but you're controlling the, okay, I think I read this already. There's an enormous difference between attention directed objectively and attention directed subjectively. And the capacity to change your future depends on the latter. When you're able to control the movements of your attention in the subjective world, you can modify or alter your life as you please. So once we understand how important our thoughts are because they actually create our reality, we can modify, mold, or alter them according to what we want. Sorry, I get distracted when I read comments sometimes. Okay, but this control cannot be achieved if you allow your attention to be attracted constantly from without, constantly from the outside. So if your attention is constantly on what's happening in your exterior reality, I can guarantee you it's going to mess up your internal reality. This person did this to me, so I feel this way. What is it in your consciousness that created that external situation? Because that's where you need to go. You don't need to look at the person. You need to look on the inside at yourself. What about you attracted this person? Why are you on a vibrational match with a person that is not treating you the way that you want to be treated? Or if you have a home that you're unhappy in and there's leaks and there's mold and there's all these things, what about you attracted? What internally attracted these situations in your life for them to show up in your external reality? If you're impressioning the film of consciousness constantly with an idea when you look at your external reality, be like, how did this happen? Because it happened in here first. You are the director of your movie. You are the writer. You are the creator. You are the actor or actress of your own movie. So if that is the role that you're playing in your film of consciousness, that is your movie. You're literally watching your life on a screen, but the screen is your exterior, exterior world. Okay, let's say someone is manifesting a relationship connection. Got to be specific as to how you get it. I'll call you later. Love you. Wait, but Allison, if you're still in here, the one thing that we can't worry about is the how. We can be specific about everything else, but we cannot work. We cannot dwell in the how. Because when we say, how is this going to happen? That's coming from a place of lack because you don't believe that it already has happened. So when you live in the state of the wish fulfilled, it doesn't matter how because you already have it. It doesn't matter how you got there because you already have it. So that is one of the things that will delay your manifestation is worrying about the how. Or unless you're saying how as in how that person is going to be, like what person you want to show up. I have the most amazing relationship. He is, he or she is successful, funny, loves the beach, cars, those are 
maybe how you want the person to be or how that person is showing up. Yes, be conscious of being specific in what you want. Because if you say, I am so in love, you could manifest a person that is an absolute nightmare, but maybe you don't have that self-worth to determine, well, I did want love and here's love. Maybe love is an absolute chaotic mess to you and you manifested that because you were not specific enough in what that love looks like. I have the most amazing relationship. She treats me with so much respect. She's so loyal to me. We have such an honest relationship. Those are specifics, right? Yes, Allison, you said exactly. Each day, set yourself the task of deliberately withdrawing your attention from the outside world and focus on the inside world. It's so difficult to do, but once you get the hang of it, you're just like, I created the 3D reality. And if it's not what I want, I'm just gonna go with it and I'm gonna continue to create that world and reality within myself until I experience it, this on the outside. And I know that there's a lot of people that will probably see this or listen to this and say, this bitch has lost her mind. Like, where are you getting this information? But realistically, there have been philosophers for hundreds of years that have spoken on the ideas of consciousness and how it works. And just because you don't know about it and you don't know how this works doesn't mean that I'm crazy. It means that you're ill-informed. So I just want to throw that out there because when people come on my page that have been following me for a while or people that are so hung up on the political spectrum and all those things, my time is better served and more well served by discussing how to change your consciousness and create your reality instead of reacting to all the things on the outside that you don't want to only create more of the things that you don't want. That doesn't make sense to me because that's not giving you problem solving. If I'm continuing to show you things that make you angry, to show you things that keep you in a low vibrational frequency, when the reality is, my sister and I were just talking about this yesterday, there was a video, and I, I heard about this before, but then she saw a video yesterday of a guy that said, that our ancients, 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 or different civilizations used to only speak telepathically and that speaking through the throat chakra and through our voice is actually considered low vibrational, which is really interesting. We only communicated telepathically. How was that possible? We had to be on a higher frequency. There are so many things, and I talk about this, that are poisoning our pineal gland. Our pineal gland is how we communicate telepathically intuition, all those things. There are poisons in our food supply and in our water that calcify our pineal gland that take away our abilities to access our higher cells or access our higher levels of existence or higher frequencies. Even the music, they change the, the hertz of the music to lower vibrational frequencies. So that when you listen, this was in the 30s, I think, or the 40s from the Nazis, they changed the frequency of music so that when you listen to the music, it actually does something that is not in harmony with the body. So all this music is on a different frequency than the, the previous amount of music that kept you in a high vibrational frequency. That's why when people say they listen to piano music, piano music is programmed at a higher frequency, so it, it elevates your frequency. Like all the hip hop music, all the current music of today is in a different frequency than the higher vibrational one. And when you listen to specifically hip-hop music or trap music, how do you feel? When you listen to hip-hop music, you feel like, I mean, they talk about murder, drugs, 
disrespecting women, all those things. It leaves you in a low vibrational frequency that makes you want to do things that are not in vibration with maybe where people want to be or consciously want to be. Same thing with the trap music and trance music. Why do you think they call it trance? They're putting your ass in a spell. They're casting a spell on you while you're listening to their music. Like Bob Marley. Someone said Bob Marley. Like how that feel-good music. Think about what feel-good music is. People of our generation don't really even know that. 432 is the vibration of music to listen to. They have now programmed it, I believe, at 440. Hip-hop makes me want to dance. Hip-hop man. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that, but even with the dance world, since I've been in the dance world, Allison, I don't know if you're still in here, but since we, her and I were in the dance world from uh, years and years and years ago, over 20 some years, we've been in the dance community and we have seen it shift so rapidly into what dancing was till now what dancing has turned into. Every single bit of choreography that you will now see especially since social media, they film everything and upload it. Every type of dance that you see now is so over-sexualized, they're glorified strippers. So professional dancers now, and I say this publicly, glorified strippers, trained, I'll just say technically trained strippers. Dance now has turned into an over-sexualization of what movement used to be. Oh, Allison, you are still here, yeah. Any dance that I watch, it is so incredibly sexualized. And these are all for reasons. So that you lose the value of what the sacred energy exchange of sex is. So that that becomes so devalued that even when someone gets, pre we're not going to talk about this a lot, but abortion becomes less significant. Taking a life becomes less significant. Using abortion as a form of birth control just becomes insignificant. Everything comes full circle of depopulation. That's just my opinion. Okay, let's get back to this because we can't get, you know, too much on su touchy subjects because people lose their shit. Okay, the debt, this is a, this is a good one. The day you achieve control of the movements of your attention on the inside, you are your master of your fate. When you have control of the movements in here, and it ain't easy, but it's not impossible. Allison, because you and I are mirrors of each other, always. The day you achieve control of the movements in your mind, the day you achieve the, the, the way that you are filming inside your reality, is the day that you are the master of your fate because the master of your fate is going to play out in your 3D reality. Be like, now this I created. I created this shit consciously because we're unconsciously creating all the things that we don't want in our 3D reality. So if you consciously think about this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. But you don't come from a place of lack. You come from a place of abundance. You come from a place of already having it. If you already have it, then you're abundant. If you already have what you want in your mind, then you have to be in an abundant mind state. If you don't, then you're not. You're in two, two different states of consciousness, which I talked about last week. You can't be in two states at once. You are going to be fulfilling the dominant state. Whatever your dominant state is. So if you do all these affirmations about how great your life is and all this stuff, and then two seconds later, 
you're never going to have that. You're being ridiculous. That's absolutely insane. What, who do you think you are? All these things. If that is your dominant state, that's what's going to manifest. So the, the more work we put into the conscious thoughts, the more dominant those conscious thoughts are eventually going to become. You will no longer accept the dominance of outside conditions or circumstances because you'll know that you created them. So if something's happening in your outside reality that you don't like, I was fighting with myself for a while about this because I'm like, why is this happening? Why do I keep creating this? So I was getting mad at myself because I'm like, why am I continuing to create these things? I know that I don't want them. I know that I am revamping my mind. Why is this still showing up? Old thoughts, old dominant thoughts still have to play out. If you have impressed your subconscious, your film, that film, when you press play, those thoughts are going to have to come out somewhere. They have to manifest somewhere. So you will no longer accept the dominance of outside conditions or circumstances once you know that you are consciously creating this. So if you know that, I know, Tiffany's like, oh my God, that's how I was because I'm like, yeah, I did this. Residual, but also mass consciousness. Exactly. So if every single person in here started to manifest the same things, or we did these group meditations where we all wanted the same thing. They've done studies on this where there were hundreds or thousands of monks that all did these mass meditations in different places in the world. They shifted the consciousness. So it is possible. So imagine, imagine when people are watching propaganda all day long, Millions upon millions of people are watching the same programming. And we have no choice but for that to manifest. So if we can manifest things for the good, if you could have thousands of monks or, or whomever, Buddhists or anybody that does meditation or even praying, if we have these massive prayer groups or meditations, that will have to manifest because that is what the collective is impressioning on the subconscious mind. But again, when we're in that more relaxed state of being, which is what we are when we're watching TV or when we're scrolling on our phones, those things are impressioning our subconscious. So if millions of people are all looking at the same things, that film has to play out in our reality. Because all we have to do is press play and watch it happen and watch it unfold. Having achieved control of the movements of your attention and having discovered the mystery hid from the ages that Christ in you is your imagination. So Christ consciousness. Now this is what my understanding. So Christ consciousness, when you talk about that, he, he, he achieved a certain level of consciousness where he could create his reality. He could make miracles happen, happen because he understood that how he controlled his mind is how his world is going to be viewed. So that Christ is that Christ in you is your imagination. You will assert the supremacy of imagination and put all things in subjection to it. So if you can get to a level of consciousness or even conscious thought that you are re that you're creating this yourself. We're understanding how consciousness works. Whether it's good or bad, our thoughts constantly create. Our consciousness doesn't care if it's good or bad. It just listens to what you say. 
Your consciousness is your master. So it'll listen to anything that you tell it, whether it's good or whether it's bad. It's going to manifest. That's just the way it works. Don't feed the ugly in the world. Be aware, but don't feed it. So we can have awareness of things, but if we allow ourselves to dwell in the consciousness of those evil things, more of it's going to come to you. How does religion and manifesting intertwine? Organized religion, I don't... So I'm not going to say religion, I will say the idea of prayer. So the idea of prayer and manifesting, I believe, are one and the same. Because when you pray, you're like, please, God, please help me. But you're also coming from a lack state with prayer, whereas in manifestation, if you are manifesting in the way of living in the wish fulfilled, like if you're praying, like, thank you so much for healing my, my uh, cousin or for healing my coworker or my child or whoever it is, thank you so much. You already had that gratitude for the healing. But when you're praying and you're praying and you're saying, please help him, please don't let him die, or whatever it is, you're coming from a lack state. Prayer from faith and knowing it is. So when people say talk about faith and religion, faith is already just knowing that it's going to happen, it's done. I have faith that this is going to work out for me. Your belief, your inner knowingness, which is also manifestation. <laughs> However much you seem to be living in a material world, you are actually living in a world of imagination. That's a big one. However much you seem to be living in a material world, everything around you, you are actually living in a world of imagination. The outer physical events of life are the fruit of forgotten blossom times. So the outer physical events of life are the fruit of your thoughts. So if you plant the seed in your mind, right? You're constantly dwelling on this one thought that's planting a seed. By thinking about it and ruminating it over and over again in your mind, you're watering that seed and eventually it, it blossoms. So eventually your mental thoughts blossom into your reality. <clears throat> so results of previous and usually forgotten states of consciousness Whatever is the blossom of your fruit, whatever fruit that blossoms in your reality, it is a result of previous and usually forgotten states of consciousness. So, you could think about something weeks ago, and you're thinking about it all the time. You can't stop thinking about it. You can't stop thinking about it. And then you just forget about it. You get over it or whatever, and then that shows up into your reality because you planted that seed, so somewhere it needs to come out. Somewhere it needs to manifest into your reality. If we all understood that this is the way it all works, game over. Sorry, I'm just going to... Um, okay. Whenever you become completely absorbed in an emotional state, whether it's good or bad, whether you're constantly worried something bad's going to happen, something bad's going to happen, something bad's going to happen, or if you say, oh my God, I am going to this most, on a, this most amazing trip. It is 98 degrees there. It has pink beaches. The water is perfect temperature. When you are dwelling in whatever state, 
Whenever you become completely absorbed in an emotional state and you feel it. Same thing when people manifest bad things happening in relationships and, or things with family members and stuff like that. You ruminate over and over again. Maybe you didn't get in a fight with somebody in your family, but you're, the things that they did and they did this to me, they did that to me, ruminates in your mind. So whenever you become completely absorbed and you feel that, because when you're mad at somebody that you care about, you feel that. So when you think feelingly with feeling, that is what makes manifestation happen. Whenever you become completely absorbed in an emotional state, you are at that moment assuming the feeling of the state fulfilled. Even though you don't want that, maybe you don't want to get in that fight, but you know you're constantly thinking about it over and over again, and eventually you explode, and this big fight happens. But how did you get to that, that place? Because you thought about it and you were absorbed in an, an emotional state. So if persisted in, whatsoever you were intensely emotional about, you will experience this in your world. Whatever you persist in your mind and you're really emotional about it, you will experience that in your world. It has to manifest. Just in the same regard that if you have something that really traumatic that happened to you and you don't help yourself, you don't resolve the traumas, you don't um, go to therapy, you don't do what you need to do to remove this stuck energy. What happens? The energy that is alive, eventually manifests into something physical. I know so many examples of this from so many people that I crossed paths with that I rewind. Well, how did you get to this position? What is your relationships like in your life with your family, with your significant other, your relationship to people? How did you get to this spot? Did something really traumatic happen to you? We can rewind time and literally make a timeline of how we got, cancer is an amazing example, Steph, how we got to this place. So if you think about jealousy, you will see things to make you jealous. 1,000 million percent with anything, with anything. Say you want to attract love in your life. But you're constantly watching really sad movies of breakups and divorces and cheating and all this stuff because you're depressed over it. So like, I'm just going to watch this movie. That is you in your relaxed state of mind that is continuing to run the loop of the programming. So if you watch a love story, it's the most amazing love story and you feel that while you're watching that movie. Oh my God, this is so amazing. Like this is exactly what I want. You're embodying the state of the wish fulfilled. But if you are fulfilling your state with sadness, breakups, heartbreak, person dying, all these things, that eventually will manifest into your consciousness. You're welcome. Trying to control negative thoughts about my marriage relationship with my husband right now. Trying to manifest a positive, but it's so hard to control thoughts. It is so hard to control thoughts. But if you constantly see people in your external reality differently and you're constantly working on yourself, I am loved. I am always chosen. I am the love of my husband's life. When we constantly repeat these things, even though we don't see it in our reality now because the film that we already impressioned is playing. So the film that we've already, so if you've been for years 
Oh, my marriage is so unhappy. Like, I'm so unhappy in this marriage. You know, I know that he's probably out there looking at other women, and I know this. That's on your film. So when you develop that film, is something different going to be on there than the pictures that were in your mind? No. So those thoughts have to create into your external reality. But once you start impressioning, once you start impressioning your mind and you start taking inner pictures or film of what it is that you do want and you stay as consistent as possible with that, you're going to start to see small movements toward what it is that you truly want and what you truly want to embody. It is in such moments that you are exercising your creative power. The only creative power there is. So when you are staying and embodying the wish fulfilled that you want, you are exercising your creative power. We get to be as creative as we want. Say you have a blank piece of paper. You can draw anything you want on that piece of paper. And let's just say that piece of paper will then manifest into your reality. It's the same thing with your mind. Even though we don't start with a blank canvas in our mind, unfortunately, we have all these pre-programs that run, but we have ways to reprogram so that we could then start from an almost blank paper and shift our painting to what we want it to be. At the end of these periods or moments of absorption, you speed from these imaginative states to where you were physically an instant ago. In these periods, the imagined state is so real. So when you're doing your meditations, when you are doing your visualizations, visual, visualizations are the best for me. Some people like affirmations. I do affirmations too. But scripting is like, eh, doesn't do that much for me. But when I do visualizations through guided meditation, say you have 15 minutes to do a guided meditation, lay your ass down and do the 15-minute guided meditation because you literally, when you go into your mind's eye, and you see things the way that you want them to. They feel real. Your consciousness does not know if they are real or if they're not. Joe, you're late to class. You don't know if they're real. Your mind doesn't know if it's real or not. So when you think feelingly. So in these periods, the imagined state is so real that when you return to the regular world, 3D world, and find that it is not the same as the imagined state, it's an actual shock. Because you feel it so much when you wake up, you're like, wait, did that just really happen? Because it feels so real. Visuals is my jam too. I could put my whole self into my visuals. Same here. Same here. You have seen something in imagination with such vividness that you now wonder whether the evidence of your senses can now be believed. And you say to yourself, was that a vision or was that like a, a waking dream? Did that really happen? I've done this so many times. This shock reverses your time sense. By this, by this is meant that instead of your experience resulting from your past, it now becomes the result of being in imagination where you have not been yet physically. So instead of your experience in the 3D resulting from your past thoughts and your past uh, filming of consciousness, you will know that it now is the result of being in your imagination where you have not been yet physically, but then you are going to experience it in your physical reality. I am reading from The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. In effect, this moves you across a bridge of incidents to the physical realization of your imagined state. So again, you don't... In manifestation, you say circumstances don't matter. Circumstances only matter when you allow them to. 
oh, well, I can't have this because X, Y, and Z has to happen. I'll never be able to have this person because A, B, C, D, and E needs to take place. We never focus on the how it's going to happen. The how is the bridge of incidents. You focus on already having it, so you don't need to worry about how. If you already have something, you don't need to worry about how you're going to have it because you already have it. I think we'll stop there today because it's already 40 minutes. I want to try and keep these short so people can rewatch them and blah, blah, blah. So um, I hope that this film of life and reality was helpful um, in targeting where our reality, 3D reality comes from. Stems from our thoughts. The Power of Awareness. Yes, thank you. The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Um, so we're going to wrap up for this great Monday. Um, thank you. Need to trust the signs from the universe. You could also, when you see signs from the universe, is it what you want or is it more of what you don't want? Because that tells you exactly where your consciousness is. If it's more of what you don't want, then you know that your, your mind is wandering and you need to work a little bit harder on that. Work on your scripting, work on your affirmations, work on the reprogram the subconscious mind videos or audios at nighttime. Do your meditations. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this. So anybody that missed this, I'm gonna post um, talking about the movie and film of your life. So this whole thing was talking about how we impression our mind, which is a film. And if you play that film, you will see in your 3D reality that it is exactly what you where your state of consciousness is. Okay. I'm so glad it was helpful. Love you all. I will be live hopefully tonight if Johnny, if Johnny Cinematic will grace us with his presence. So um, I start these lives at 9.30 a.m. on Eastern Standard Time, Mondays and Thursdays. So Mondays and Thursdays, 9.30. I'll see you guys. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> I love you all so much and thank you, thank you, thank you.